Well, good afternoon and welcome to uh, this week's deep dive um, into the Bible and into the message that we've been looking at. Uh, Caleb, uh, who's with me today, and Josh, who's up on the back doing tech Hello. and talking and on camera as well. Uh, you know, multitask Josh is up there. So, okay. Um, we're going to be having a look. <laughs> Everybody wants to wave at the camera today. So. I think you need to wave we all well. have the joy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, it's coming out of all of these uh, busyness of Christmas and um, business of doing all the meetings and everything that we have. It's really good just to be able to pause and, you know, just dive deep into the Bible for a moment and just actually have a look at um, some of the other ex extra parts around uh, your message on Sunday, which is a cracker. Um, so well, thank you. It was <laughs> really good. Um, and it's actually, it was the first in our Christmas series. Um, just so that everybody's uh, caught up where our Christmas series is revolving around the word peace. We've been looking over the last five years at uh, the words that are associated with Christmas, um, hope and love and joy and faith and this year we are dealing with peace. So we're looking at peace um, and Caleb kicked it off with a message around um, finding peace in our world today. Uh, which particularly is, for yourself. And, and particularly for yourself in that space. And we're going to really dive into peace, uh, personal peace, uh, in our, not next week, but the week after. So be really looking forward to jumping into some of these uh, topics with you. Um, so let's just pray. Uh, and then we're just going to look at our, our key passage for the day. Um, and we're going to just have a chat about that. And uh, love you if you've got any comments, questions that you want to place in our chat. Um, please do so and we'll jump onto that as soon as we possibly can. So let's just pray together. Oh, gracious, loving God, we just give you thanks for this moment. We give you thanks for your word found in the Bible. We give you thanks for faithful scholars that have interpreted this over the years. And Lord, we just ask that your Holy Spirit be upon us now, uh, whether we are here in the room, whether we are listening to this on the internet or whether we're catching up with this uh, through a podcast or through video. Lord, please speak into our lives and help us understand how we may have peace in our world today. We pray this in your holy name. Amen. Amen. Well, so let's just jump into the uh, the passage that we have. We're actually going to look at just one verse, which is our key verse for our peace series. And it comes from John's Gospel, uh, chapter 14, verse 27. And it says, and Josh is going to put it up on the screen. He's got too many jobs here. Uh, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give you is the gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. What a, what a fantastic statement about having peace um, in our world. Now, the, let's be honest. You said this on Sunday. 2020 has been a bit of a real topsy-turvy uh, year for a lot of people um, with uh, the the pandemics there, the the the, the lockdown of uh, all sorts of industries, the the complete change of way we're doing things, and often people found that being by themselves, uh, being isolated, being away from family and friends, not being able to do, do the everyday kind of things, brought up a whole lot of things for them. Yeah, and it really. Oh, I think uh, even more consideration. It's really highlighted and enlightened people to where their peace comes from. Uh, is it based on friendships outside of it? Is it based on their job and finding the fulfillment from the job? Is it based on structured regimen? Is it based on actually God and the peace that he gives? 
And that's and that's like that's a fantastic segue, but directly straight into what we want to kind of talk no about. No messing around. <laughs> but because that is so that is so true. Because we often find peace through fulfillment uh, and things that we do, um, yep. uh, activities, uh, the people we have around us. We try and find that sense of of peace and belonging in that space, which is really just accomplishment, isn't it? It's and, not actually peace. <laughs> It's yeah. So so it's we're we're accomplishing things. We're we're feeling like uh, we've we've got achievement. We've got status, and, and we feel good about ourselves. We often think peace yeah. is how we feel, um, which it's and it makes me that. feel good. <laughs> so I must be at peace within that space. So uh, so let, let's just jump back into the passage. Um, so it's, John is saying here. Um, and he says, I am leaving you with a gift. Now, this gift we need to unpack first. What, what is the gift? And the gift is peace of mind and heart. So Jesus is, this is part of his, his um, promises about the Holy Spirit to the disciples in, in this space. And what he's, he's actually talking about is the gift of the Holy Spirit in this place, isn't he? So this whole section of John, John 14 through 15 through all the way to the end of the chapter there through to, uh, where am I, we've got to 30, um, is, is about Jesus talking about the promise of the Holy Spirit. Um, and the whole chapter is really about how he's saying, I need to leave yep. at some point. And he's actually saying, but I'm going to live with you in your heart. And, and he's saying, if you love me, then the Father will be with you. This is the part before it. And then he's, as we start to get towards this specific part here, yep. he actually starts to talk about the gift of the Holy Spirit, which is the gift of peace that's going to live and reside with us in this world as a companion. So, so when Jesus says that you, you, you're not going to have the same peace that the world has, that they won't actually have that same peace, you're going to have peace from the Holy Spirit because the world can't give you the Holy Spirit which is the divine peace which actually goes beyond like what this world can provide. One of the things that I was saying on, on the weekend is the peace that the world provides is circumstantial. Uh, and, and as a circumstantial peace, it's not really peace, but the peace that comes through the Holy Spirit is the thing that actually helps us to get through our tough times, celebrate joy in its fullness, have the happiness of everything else because the peace isn't based on circumstance. So it's not based on circumstances, it's actually based on the gift of the Holy Spirit is what John is talking yeah, here. Exactly. So it's not based on our circumstances, it's not based on what is happening around it. It's based actually on your relationship with God, your gift of the Holy Spirit that you have with He, he has with you. And, and it's, a, it's about that fulfillment of God's purpose within your life. It's, it's, it's such a different way of thinking about peace. Yeah, and what I love about that is it's nothing based on our own merit. Like, and this is something we keep coming back to here. It's not what we do. Now, we are on the highway. If we think of like a highway and you have your car, like you're a part of the highway, but you're not the thing that gets you there. Uh, and, and so when it's a, we think about God's grace and mercy, and in this case, peace, it's actually God's peace and the gift that God gives us that brings us that 
uh, ability to go through all circumstance, not actually what we've done to do it. We won't always meet our accomplishments. We won't always meet our desires. We won't always satisfy the people around us or bring joy to them. Sometimes we're going to break promises. Sometimes we're not going to be able to live up to a standard that we desire. And it's in those things that we actually, in those moments, shouldn't rely on our peace. It's like, well, God's, God's peace is there. And I apologize. I can't actually make the promise that I made or I apologize that uh, I said that thing and it was just in a moment and my anger flared up, you know, uh, and it's actually from that place. Yeah. And, 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 and it's just about how we sit in this moment, isn't it? Um, and, and I was just thinking that it's interesting because one of the things that struck me as I was reading through this and, and how Jesus talks about the, the gift of the Holy Spirit is that one of the names that we actually have for Jesus uh, himself. So we, we have a lot of different names within the Bible that Jesus is referred to, you know, like uh, the Messiah, the Saviour. Um, teacher. Teacher, the Word, the Way, you know, all the, and, and one of the, you know, uh, Emmanuel. Um, so divine, what divine, divine. Yeah, let's just stop going into all of the names. Um, but one of the names is Prince of Peace. Yep. That Jesus is the Prince of Peace. So he brings peace. But when you think about what Jesus is doing and what his ministry is about, often he brought um, correction and challenge and change into people's lives. Um, so when you put that with Prince of Peace, how do we how do we reconcile the fact that our lives may be in turmoil or we're being challenged or or God's correcting us? How do we have peace in that situation? Is a is a really big question for us in this space. Well, I, I would actually ask the question: If God's challenging us, correcting us, looking to change us into the masterpiece He's trying to change us into. Were we ever in a real place of peace? That and that probably begs us in coming to the the question: What is peace? Yeah, totally. And, and that's why it's so important to get a right understanding from the beginning of what actual true peace looks like. And, and maybe if we weren't, if we are being corrected in those moments, God's actually saying you're missing out. Like you, you're maybe halfway there to those places of actually being in what it means to be in God's peace, but you're not fully there. Uh, and maybe so it's actually a moment where that teaching brings us into deeper peace, you know. And, and, and I think sometimes too, just on that same point and thought, if we're calling someone else out and we're saying this isn't right, we often think of peace as non-conflicting. It's not got that, that uh, approach. But as you said, Jesus calls people out. He flips tables. You know, that's, that's not a state of peace. But I think the peace that comes in that is actually you're doing justice for the right cause and you've got justice because it's got God's heart in the middle which actually then will show that thread of peace that comes through and bringing people into that place of peace yep yeah exactly and and as I, as I was coming into that kind of the thoughts you were just having then was that um, you know the thing about absence of conflict and how people think that that's peace that's actually not what the gift of the Holy Spirit is about. It's, yeah. it's not about um, removing conflict. It's about 
bring you into that right relationship with God. It's about changing your life. It's giving you power. It's giving you direction. It's giving you purpose. And so we we can find peace um, in the midst of these conflicts that are around us. And, and I love what it's actually it says here. Um, and we're just going to go a little bit for a little bit. Of, first in part of the promise into verse 17. Well, actually, let's just go from 15 um, of chapter 14. If you, if you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate, which is the Holy Spirit that we're talking about here, to help you and be with you forever. So there's a promise that God will always be with us through the Holy Spirit, and it's the Spirit of truth. And, and I love how truth is put in here. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? And, and, that idea that truth is your biggest friend. <laughs> a line straight from building a discipline culture. Uh, but, it, but it is so true that, you know, often we uh, don't seek the truth because we don't want to know the answers. Um, and, and that's the same when we start thinking about peace um, and conflict and those kind of things. We often, often don't want to seek peace because we don't want, you know, truly seek peace because you want to avoid the conflict. Sometimes in order to have peace, you've got to have that struggle in order to get to the place of peace. Um, so we've got to have truth in this matter. And I think one of the things, and for me personally, one of the things I struggle with a lot is this idea of social justice and justice in general. And a lot of what I find happening these days is they try and remove truth to make them feel good because the removal of truth means that they can be in their position without actually having to change. But what truth does is it shows you where you need to change and actually how to become a better person, not to just become complacent or, you know, contempt or even uh, becoming just apathetic, you know. like. And so truth highlights that and it offends people and it doesn't actually allow them to become into a place of peace. And you look at those people that are so passionate about a cause, but they're still angry. It's not actually peace in justice. It's anger because revenge or it's uh, there's been a mistreatment. And so they're more passionate about bringing that person to justice than they are actually about finding peace in the world. And finding peace within that situation that we're talking yeah. about. it, yeah. and, and finding peace in those situations may actually be challenging the injustice uh, in that space. You can't have peace for all sides if one is being oppressed, you know. And that actually yeah. brings up a whole range of things for us when we start to think around that. And it brings back to that whole point of what's the truth, you know, because the only thing that you can base it on is truth. Yeah. I mean, that's even why in judicial courts, it's we're looking for the truth. It's not like we're looking for the stories. We're looking for the evidence. Um, and so that's another word we could swap for truth in that case. Yep. But we're looking for the truth. And, and this is why it's, I think, for us as Christians, so important to make sure how assured we are in the Bible because that's our sense of truth. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I, Josh is up the back. And have you got any <laughs> yes. words or wisdoms that you want to throw in, Josh? You've been thinking around. I'll, I'll, I'll put the question out to you. So while while I go into the next point, if you want to throw in, you're most um, welcome to. Yes, yes. The well, it's interesting because it's he's he's saying that um, he's leaving leaving you with a gift, and and back in the day, it was um, you know you, you would say peace be with you. It's sometimes said these days, but 
peace be with you, you um, or whatever that was translated back in the day as, um, used to just be an everyday sort of thing as you're departing, but Jesus is actually leaving peace. You know, he's leaving that act. And I feel like a lot of, uh, a lot of what we might do today in that sort of same kind of scenario is that we might go, oh, we want peace in the world. But do we actually act upon it? Or do we actually do anything about it? It's just a passing statement, just like how back back then they would just be like, peace be with you and then leave. And that's that's their good deed for today. I think that's, a, you know, he's leaving that peace for us. It's the gift that we can have in our in ourselves to find peace in our own world. That is that's, that's such a thought. challenge, Josh. Let, let me just be really honest. That's yeah. such a profound challenge for us. So um, that... Often we just pay lip service to peace, don't we? Yeah. So like the the, the, the parting greeting, uh, peace be with you. Or if you're in a, a, a traditional kind of church, one of the greetings within a traditional church would be the passing of the peace. So you go, peace be with you and peace be with you as well. And everybody would go around and… Greet your brother with a peace, uh, an offering of peace, peace, which is like a kiss on the cheek. cheek or... yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was growing up and, you know, it would be, uh, you know, you get to that section in the service and if, you, if we're in the, the youth kind of service, everybody would go around to everybody else and, you know, give them a hug or… It would you know. suck to be an introvert in that moment. <laughs> well, I'm an introvert and it was always hard work. So. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's uh, you know, but it, it really highlights that's really just paying lip service to it. You're not actually… Ch- uh, taking on that step of stepping up and doing something. I think that's such an important um, statement there, Josh, that you can't just pay it peace with your lips. You have your to, words will be something, but yep. it's not enough to actually be you, living a life of peace. You've got to have that actions. Uh, you've got to challenge those injustices. You've got to create the peace within your world around you uh, and, and and be challenging. Some of us will be challenged to step up and do something on a really big scale. Um, not all of us may be that way inclined, but some of us may be challenged to, to make peace within the world around us, the sphere of influence that we have. And I'm pretty sure it's in the Beatitudes that it says, uh, peace be to the uh, blessed are the peacemakers. peacemakers. Exactly. You know, yeah. And it's blessed are the peacemakers is action it's not just the ones that just run into peace it's the people who actually proactively go out to bring peace to the world um which is just a it's interesting how it all comes back on itself (laughs) and exactly it's and i love that the peace is about action in here um that if you think about it you know we've got action in the world that we need to do we need to be a part of it but as caleb said don't do it on your own strength. Do it through the Holy Spirit working your life and, and God showing you where you need to be that peacemaker. Yeah, for sure. And, and if I may progress the thought just a little yep. bit, uh, I think we hear of it the peace as a gift and we think that's something that's going to come into our lives instantaneously because when we get a gift, it actually is ours. It's there. I think in this case where we get given the gift of peace, it's then the opportunity to step into that. And actually from that gift is when you start to make your whole world become a part of this life of peace. And so when you're going through it, it's not that you're just going to get like, you know, one of those Buddhist moments where you're like, inner peace. Like It's not like that. It's actually 
this is a journey to developing the full peace of God in your life. And some things are going to be harder for us to overcome and challenge, but other things are actually going to be something we can step into a bit easier to be the peacemakers. And it's not about removing yourself from the world. It's actually about engaging yourself yeah. more fully in the world. So it's not it's not about taking yourself, I want peace, so I've got to get rid of this, I've got to get rid of that, I've got to get rid of this. No, it's actually about engaging with the world and finding peace in there because your centering is with God. And it's not about the things that you are doing or achieving, but it's about centering with God so you can find that peace in the world. And through that, your world's going to know the difference. You know, we talk about being the light in your world. Well, this is one of the tangible ways that people will know your light because I have had so many people come up to me and say, you're just so chill. Now, look, it's not that I'm chill. It's just I'm at peace. Like, I'd like to think. I got other things that get me worked up, but and I'm working on those, but they notice there's a peace there and a, like just to, a, a, and that aspect of my life and people will notice and it will happen in your life. You probably had to happen too for those that are listening in. Yourself, Simon, and yourself, Josh, people just notice something different. There's different ways to that light, but a major one, I think, is the peace of God in your life. And, and yeah, so, and I, yeah, let's just push into that for a moment. The, the thing is that, you know, when people uh, say yes to Christ and, and say, yes, I want to be, uh, I want to follow Jesus Christ in my, in my life, uh, those around them often see a big change. Yep. Um, and they see that such a difference in their life. And they, the, the question is, what what has changed? The cha- their relationship with God has changed. Their their understanding about themselves has changed. And and if you've if you've received the gift of the Holy Spirit, your peace has changed as well. So that's know, great. So it, you know, like can I, I want to say to you. Really ask God into your lives today. Um, Absolutely. And be a world changer. Yep. Be a peacemaker. Be somebody that can find peace in a situation that is full of trouble. Um, be somebody that can step up and do not just pay lip service. Yep. Absolutely. And I think on top of that as well, it says in this chapter 14, uh, ask in my Father's name and it will be given to you. So when you're asking, believe that the Holy Spirit's going to come. Because I think a lot of people get to the point where they ask because they can see and observe, but they don't really believe the peace of the Holy Spirit's coming. And so also in that same breath, ask for the peace. You know, like, Lord, make it so apparent in my life. And there's been so many days where it's been going pretty poorly up to that point. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's have an ask for that moment. And it just gets, it's not that the day changes, but it just feels like it's so much better. And the the thing about that is, you you can ask and you will receive, but it doesn't mean that. Um, and I think this is about our centering in the moment as well. It doesn't mean that God's going to take away the stuff. That's right. Yeah, uh, it's actually going to be about how you respond to the things. So God is working with you, not working out there for others is yep. working for you in that moment about it. So if you're asking for peace in your life, you may still have turmoil going around in around you, but it's actually finding that peace in that moment. Yeah, that's uh, great. Cool. Caleb, any last words you want to throw in from here? Because we, we're getting to time. So We are. Yeah, time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> Look, I'm looking forward to the rest of the sermons. Let me just say that because 
we're going to touch on a whole heap of different aspects of Peach, which I had to restrain myself from talking into because there's some other great speakers coming up. Simon, I think you're doing a couple. Uh, yeah, I'm, do- I'm doing Sunday. So Yeah, yeah, fantastic. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I just think one of the things that I really wanted to articulate but probably ran out of time on Sunday is contentment, and we kind of touched on it today, contentment and peace aren't the same thing. And contentment's an acceptance of your world and where you're at. And so then in that, there's no desire to become better. Uh, whereas peace is an it's a awareness of your world, but it's an invitation of God in your life and actually allowing him to better engage in your world. I think that just massive distinguishment is so important for us to understand too. Fantastic. That's, that's really good. So, Josh, any final words? Um. No, I can't really think of any. I've just been um, intently listening and, and, and <laughs> taking it all in. Uh, guys, I, I gave my one really great answer. I gave before. my nugget. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm just up the back here nodding, going, yes, no, I, I, I really like that about the intentment and, and working on yourself, and then also helping others if they, if they need, need it or ask, as, as, as well, because they, they, God might be using you, you know, to help someone else's peace as well as your own. Fantastic. Thanks very much, Josh. And so, yes, as Caleb was saying, our, 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 our preaching series for Christmas is Caleb kicked it off with uh, Peace in Our World today. Uh, I'll be doing on Sunday and uh, join us um, in person in the building um, or online uh, as well. Um, and I'll be looking at Peace in Our Family. Dun, dun. And then the week to... after, um, peace in our person, so our personal peace. So good. So um, and on Christmas Day, we are looking at Jesus, the Prince of Peace, the, the one born and we celebrate. Foreshadowing. That's <laughs> right. So, so that, 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 you know, we, we, that's where we're going to be going. That's the arc of our conversations that we're going to have um, in our message series. Uh, so thank you very much for joining us today um, as we dive deep into the Bible again and dive into the message and pull out a few extra things that we don't uh, get to talk about on Sunday. So good. So thanks very much and looking forward to uh, uh, joining with you again um, in church, in worship um, and on our deep dive and our other social media spaces as well. Um, just a little thing, if you happen to have watched this and, and watching it, it actually really helps us if you like it and share it and and, and gives a thumbs up. Um, it actually helps us to uh, spread the message of the good news of Jesus Christ even further. So uh, I want to encourage you to do that and share it as much as you can. So thanks very much today. Let's just come and let's just have a blessing. Let's just let's just actually put the ask for the peace of God to be upon you. So let's just let's just uh, hear a blessing. May the peace of God Almighty. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you always. Amen. 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 Well, thanks very much for joining us today.